Oh, there all it right. is. We're live. Now, now we're, we're live. live. All right. Welcome to Monero Talk episode. What are we? Episode number four? Yeah, episode four. Episode four. We're trying to do uh, maybe like two of these a week. Uh, the idea is to really just talk about, you know, all the issues that are happening on in Monero land and in Bitcoin land. And uh, right now, the the bug seems to be, what do we call it? What's the name of the bug? The it's double... The double count. I don't want to call it double spend. That's scary. Yeah, that sounds scary. Yeah, not to not be confused with, yeah, correct. Okay. The double count bug, uh, which uh, seems to be a, a, a hot topic right now. Uh, not so much the bug itself, but I think how it was handled. And uh, we were able to get in touch with, I don't want to, it's Nicola? Is Nicola. that the correct? Yep. Nicola, uh, who's with Morph Token. And I guess she can tell you more about herself. But uh, I think they kind of had a firsthand experience with dealing with the bug and dealing with uh, the lack of community warning, maybe. So that, that's the topic. Uh, I don't know if you want to just jump right in and uh, I guess yeah, tell us more about yourself and sure. what it was um, like for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, along with my two co-founders, um, started Morph Token uh, last year. Um, started developing kind of mid last year, even before that. Um, and, and then we finally launched, I think December, early December. Um, and so basically morph token is an online instant, instant exchange for crypto. Um, we currently, uh, offer six currencies, um, and it's crypto only no fiat. Uh, there's no account required, no signup required, and basically no information except the potentially a refund address. Um, and then a, a deposit address and where you want the funds sent to. So a destination address. Um, yeah, so uh, Monero is, uh, I, I don't know, do you want me to give a background about myself or about my, my team? I'm not sure. Whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to talk about. Okay. I mean, uh, sure. the goal here, I guess, is to eventually jump into the issue of you know right. the bug and I, how, you know, how it was handled in the community. Yeah, um, I guess- The more information, I, the better. Sure. Okay. So to, to give some context, um, uh, my, my two co-founders and I, uh, we have pretty extensive space, um, experience, excuse me, in the space. Um, our, my, my two partners have been in the space for, I think, almost eight years um, and maybe more at this point. Um, I myself have been in the space for four years um, and we have worked together as a team on a different company um, down in Panama together. Uh, for I think three years for me, and and I think they have Gabe and and our other co-founder GP um, even longer. Uh, so we have a, a good rapport, and that's why we're excited uh, to bring you guys Morph Token. Um, so right, so so you know we do have the the context of you know handling hacks, and given our experience um, handling hacks and how to proceed, or handling bugs and how to proceed. Um, but this is very different now um, because there are so many different crypto companies in the space. So, you know, before it was okay to, if, if you, you know, came across a bug and it was pretty serious, it was okay to just notify the top exchanges. Or maybe you had like, a, as a developer, a core developer on any currency, you had kind of your VIP list um, you know, of, of people who you knew specifically would be severely affected uh, with, you know, large volumes and, and such by some type of bug. 
Um, so this now, uh, in 2018, mid 2018, uh, just it it doesn't work anymore. Um, I think what we saw here with this recent Monero bug um, is is an example of that, uh, kind of using an old model in a new world of crypto, uh, where it just it it's it doesn't apply, it doesn't work. Um, so I think you know that's generally what I I would want to talk to you guys about is like. And generally, I like to focus on solutions instead of pointing fingers and, and saying, oh, it was your fault, it was his fault, it was her fault. Um, so I think that'd be cool if we could maybe hopefully use this talk as a springboard for people to come to the table and propose different solutions on how to handle these issues going forward. Because now this, this current model is definitely not working. Um, yes. So, so it's... it's it's kind of a good, I'm not a good sign, but I mean, it's, it's that we're growing up and we're getting bigger. So these, these things are becoming right. issues now because it's not just, you know, 10 people that need to get an email. Correct. Uh, it's a larger community that's now working on the project. Right. But Brian, maybe you want to actually talk about what uh, your understanding of what the, the bug itself is. Well, well, yeah, I was, before we get into that, I was, I was also trying to put everything together from uh, what we saw on Reddit today. And uh, I was wondering, like, do you guys keep a, a dev in their IRC channel? Like, that's what they, they seem to be like. That was their only defense is, hey, right. we, we posted it. And shame on you guys for not watching. And it's like, do we know yeah. if they even posted it? I, I don't no. know. Yeah, I read, uh, I read that subreddit today. And they did, in fact, disclose something on July 6th. Um, but it was very in a very nonchalant manner. Um, okay. It definitely okay. did not. It did not call the warning necessary that it needed to call. Um, and so, you know, and, and also if you're, again, you know, if you have a huge company and you have maybe 10 devs dev, de completely devoted to one currency like Monero, you know, of course they're gonna catch it. But when you're a smaller team and maybe you only have two or three devs who are working on a multitude of projects for the company, sure. you can't yeah. expect them to be trolling and stalking the, the IRC chat for one currency every single day. Yeah, I'm really surprised that they don't have like a type of just a subscribe here if you want to be notified of any you know exploits right. and we just send out a big email chain whenever we right. find something. Right. Uh, you know, so they should definitely look into adding that. Uh, I was talking with Monero Moo today. Uh, okay. If people are watching, they don't know Monero Moo. He's one of the uh, hardcore Monero devs. Uh, don't know his identity. No one does. But his, his, he's, he's a really smart dude, really sharp. And he was trying to walk me through as best he could for someone that's uh, not totally familiar with Monero, the um, code base and how, how this exploit happens. And um, I don't know if you could call it a double count problem because the way he explained it to me, it's more like a multiple count problem where there's an extra field in a Monero transaction, uh, like MinerGate uses it when they mine a block, where you can append any type of data structure you want to a transaction. And if it turns out you actually add the public key address to the transaction, all node calls, all RPC calls using, you know, get transfers or get bulk transfers, they'll end up taking that transaction. Say I sent 50 Monero and I appended the public key, it would show I sent 100 Monero. And so obviously that's wrong. And um, even, you know, increasing the lock time on the transaction doesn't account for this because every time you pull up, show get transactions or get transfers, 
um, you're going to have the wrong info there. So what I thought was cool is that it only affected some of the RPC calls, which, I mean, it, it doesn't safeguard anybody because get transfers is what everyone's going to be using. But I thought it was interesting that this exploit only took advantage of some of them and then not others. Um, you know, you'd hope that testing would catch all this stuff. But if you apparently if you did incoming transfers on an RPC call, it wouldn't be fooled. But get transfers or, or show bulk transfers doesn't catch this bug. And so if people append the public address, the pub key like four times, it will just multiply the amount shown by four. And so I guess that's what happened to you guys. Is that they yeah, someone so scammed the morph token today? Yeah, so um, we so what happened with us just to to give a little bit of a summary um, is that uh, you know we had trans it was any normal day had transactions coming in it was around July July twelfth thirteenth um, and you know with our the routine accounting procedures that we have we we noticed that the balance was kind of there was a discrepancy with the balance versus the transactions. Um, and, and what they were showing, right? So um, specific, in our specific case, uh, it affected a transaction, um, well, multiple uh, related, but, but uh, specifically XMR to XMR trade. So basically forwarding, uh, a forwarding transaction. Um, so, you know, the person put in X amount of, of Monero um, and actually received uh, double that. Double the amount, right. Yeah. So our multiplier was was two x. Um, gotcha. You know, luckily not more. A hundred x and Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> um, so you know, and again, you know, we've had so so long in the crypto community, we we've had experience with this type of stuff. Um, you know, hacks, etc. Um, but you know, we. Uh, you know, we usually we pride ourselves in, in being on top of this stuff uh, normally. And we've been in the space so long. We know a lot of people. Um, so it is we, we are usually just very much in the know. Um, you know, now, again, the paradigm shifting. Right. So you have huge extremes in in the differences between smaller exchanges, larger sure. exchanges. And there's just so many people in the game now that a new system has to develop for for you know, warnings. Um, but yeah, so, so anyway, we noticed this. And so we, we halted deposits, um, I'm sorry, withdrawals, deposits and, um, and, you know, until we could investigate further. Um, and then we were comfortable with uh, isolating a subset of transactions uh, for further investigations. And then we, we resumed, uh, you know, regular business for XMR. Um, so yeah, so some of those are, are still under investigation, um, but it's a very, a very small number and, you know, we've handled all of our support tickets. Um, everyone in our telegram chat is really great. So, um, so, so Nicola, how long have yeah. you guys been, um, you guys obviously updated to the latest version and all the prior versions had that exploit? Yeah, correct. So we, we updated, so this bug affected everything before. Well, not everything. Um, this bug actually came about because uh, Monero added sub addresses. Um, so that's actually when the bug came about. Um, and so it went unnoticed until recently. Um, and that, uh, you know, affected through version, I think, uh, 0 0.2.12. Um, and then 0.13 is the, the fix with the patch. Um, from what I've heard around the space, 
there are potentially more patches coming through and the 0.13 version is not a full fix. Okay. Yeah, so definitely be, be <laughs> weary of that, everyone. Um, and again, I you know, go ahead. I was just saying, I, I mean, I guess the what it boils down to, right, I mean, is this need to communicate uh, when, when these issues are arising, when uh, to put out the warning, but you don't want the warning getting into the wrong person's hands, right? Because well, right, now people so know that there's something out there that can be exploited. Um, exactly. So I think that's really where the issue lies, right? Otherwise... I guess it would have really been broadcast all over Reddit and Twitter and wherever. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I think that's the argument for the other yeah, side, right? That that's being made. Um, right. Like, do you guys think it, it was, it was it exploited on, on morph token or was it that people were just making these transactions and this was happening or was it intentionally being exploited? I mean, not that you would know, but right. Um, you know, without giving away too much confidential information, we are like with 99.9% .9 certainty that this was definitely an intentional exploit. Um, okay. I think that, you know, the, the user or users in question, um, you know, did a normal transaction uh, and then kind of realized what had happened and then proceeded to take advantage um, additionally of that of the exploit that they had discovered. Um, yeah, so, and you are completely right, by the way, I, uh, about, you know, it's, it's a fine line and, and balancing when do you disclose to people, how many people do you disclose, uh, to, you know, about these, these bug discoveries, um, and, you know, you don't want to cause widespread panic either, especially now that the market, you know, involves a lot more people than it did last year, um, you know, things can easily get crazy. Um, and, you know, just to do some research, I was actually going back and looking at some old uh, bug fixes and timelines uh, from Monero. There was one last year uh, in 2017, and they specifically addressed that. They say, you know, we've reached out, you know, and, and they even give a whole timeline. Um, and it was it was some bug where you could create an infinite oh, yeah, the, the unlimited amount of well, Zcash, Zcash had that also yeah that was crazy <laughs> that they're like don't it worry happens. yeah nobody <laughs> created any but they could have if we didn't catch them right yeah <laughs> yeah that right. was crazy and so it's just i mean the, the timeline is 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 a bit comical but you know and back then it was probably fine right they said oh bug found you know infinite coins can be created and then they said okay good news we just did a scan of the whole network you know, no one, you know, it's, it's fine. It's clean. Okay. Let's move forward. And so, you know, they just go through the timeline like that. Yeah. I think that was the range proofs. People yeah. submit a negative value and then, yeah. yeah. So, so and, and they specifically say like, okay, we're going to tell, you know, X, Y, Z amount of people. Right. I think, I, I can't remember how many they named, but it was a very small amount. Like, I mean, yeah, it definitely less than a hundred. Um, I, I would say less than 20. I think I remember reading, but don't quote me on that. Um, but you know, it it they specifically say, oh, we haven't released you know X patch because we want to wait uh, to see if you know we we don't want to release and and make this bug known and but we're going to do it then and we're going to and so it is the the methodology in the past uh, has been to specifically thwart people from abusing the exploit further until proper patches are put out for it. Um, so I guess the question we're coming to now is. 
is how do we manage that and disseminate information in a way that protects people without letting abusers uh, take further advantage of, of these exploits. Um, it's, it's a very fine line. Well, that might be an interesting project I could work on. Something not blockchain related, but software related, <laughs> just like a, you know, alert hotline kind of thing. Yeah. Crypto devs. Go for it. You should do it. Yeah. yeah that but like, so how do you, how do you validate then who should be on that? Well, that'd that be channel, like well, kind would, of that inner that, circle, right? Because now, now you're just facing the them. whole yeah. larger issue of a decentralized open source project. Oh, no, no. Project. Decentralized like that. It would literally be I would have to authenticate them. And I would be yeah. like, instead of an Oracle problem, like, you know, assets on blockchain, I would have to verify people. It should be a pain right. in the ass, right? right. Monero would no, be easy. You know? No, but yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> so you would become the CEO of Monero, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, but you're right. It definitely gets into larger philosophical issues that, you know, blockchain was built to to combat or provide an alternative solution to, right? This problem of centralization. Um, but I think we've seen it, especially as as crypto has scaled up so much, um, not scaled up, but just grown, adoption. you know, expon yeah, adoption, grown exponentially. Um, you know, we are seeing the the... The paradox, I see it in a lot of founders and, you know, Bitcoin early adopters. They don't want to centralize. They want to do everything in their power to stop. But you sometimes, you know, there's there's calls for governance. There's needs for And I don't know if I agree with that, but it's these are questions that need to be answered as more and more people come into the space. Um, you know, like perhaps making protocols, standard protocols for how to handle this kind of bug situation. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think if just standards um you know there was a standard that existed last year right more or less and that's how they handled the bugs back then um but we definitely have to look at creating a new paradigm um and hopefully we can have find a happy medium uh, between being safe and remaining true to decentralizing everything Jeez. yeah because i mean this isn't going to be the last bug or issue that we face obviously so and as we as we get larger they're only going to have a larger impact so it's definitely something that needs to be but i yeah i don't know i don't know what kind of solution there could be because i mean just rigorous you, testing you know is really the the only well, right. answer if you want to maintain decentralization right and, no but, and, you know, so, but the, that with, but the issue can, can you solve the issue of trying to communicate and send out messages to people that need to be in the know while not letting wrongdoers know. Yeah, well, I mean, they I really, I, I mean, listen, there's very few things that are like zero day exploits. This seems to be like something they, they were able to come in regardless of end lock time and hit you guys with. Uh, I would think like, uh, you know, maybe they should start a subscription service for critical bugs. And then, you know, mm -hmm. devs, anybody, all you have to do is shut down wallets, you know, before someone can generate, you know, some type of attack vector on it. So I think I think the edge is still on the defensive side where it's like, okay, let's just everyone freeze deposits, you know, freeze withdrawals. Um, and then you're good as opposed to someone saying, oh, that wait, maybe I could exploit that. Uh, this is how and they'll start to come up with a way to do it. Um, that's really the only way But rigorous testing is, is probably the most key. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely another issue with, you know, all of these coins. Um, and, you know, Monero is one that that we really are fond of over at Morph Token. Um, so, 
you know, we, we like them because they have done so much and made scientific advancements um, without the huge uh, amount of resources that a lot of these other coins have um, and tokens have. So, you know, it's it, it comes down to what you just said, like rigorous testing, right? They don't have the resources, perhaps, to to do rigorous test testing. Everyone's on different time zones, you know, every coordinating everyone. Uh, it, it's it's a tough job. Um, and, you know, it was it was fine uh, before it. The system seemed to be working, but clearly something is is broken now. So, again, we just we have to explore new solutions. Um, have they um, have they given you guys uh, like timeline on when they'll have a fully uh, like a full solution, not just a hot patch? Well, so that's just kind of what I've been hearing around the space. That was not an official, like, this could be their last patch. I'm not even, I'm just not sure. Gotcha, um, okay. But, but from what I've, I've heard from others, uh, it was kind of just like a quick, a quick fix and that there's going to be more down the line. Why couldn't this happen on Verge? Like, nobody <laughs> takes that coin seriously. That would make things right? so much better. Yeah. Didn't Verge have a double spend? Oh, no, was that... It was, was that a Verge? minor exploit. Yeah, like their mining algorithm cycled different algorithms. Uh, yeah. Slightly worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they, they actually threw that in there for no reason but to right. do it. So... But yeah, so I mean, oh, go ahead. I was just, is Monero like your largest traded Good coin on Morph? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, right now, we that is our most popular coin. Um, so we and and we love supporting it. Uh, you know, we originally added it because there just weren't a lot of great options for trading Monero. Uh, you know, let alone instantly like that. Uh, now there's you know there's more coming to market. Um, but you know, we had a really great integration with Cake Wallet as well. Um, they were the first uh, you know Monero client for for iOS um, in previous years. Uh, it was it was a huge issue uh, for you know non non tech savvy people to effectively manage their their Monero. Um, I think everyone loves a good GUI wallet. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a great uh, part and still is a great partnership for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's super slick how you, how uh, Cake and you guys are integrated and you know it it works out nicely. And yeah, I think it makes you. sense. Really, for more for I mean, because you're not really an exchange. It's more it's more of an instant, seamless transfer, right? Right. So I think I think for I think the use case for a privacy token really makes sense because why else are people going to want to seamlessly be able to transfer into a currency from another cryptocurrency, right? I mean, exchanging I could see, right? You want to right. swap your your Bitcoin for Ethereum because you're literally trying to trade it. Right. Or you um, think it'll go up, right? Yep. But yeah, like, you know, if you, if you have Bitcoin and you want to, you know, seamlessly spend it anonymously, why not just use it through Morph? That, yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think a lot of our users definitely yeah. appreciate the convenience of it. Um, and yeah, it's just slick. It's fast and we have great customer support. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people... Do you think people are using it to effectively trade? Uh, or is it Yeah, I would I would say so. Um, you know, we see we see kind of and you know, we don't log or track any data. We we don't use Google Analytics or anything like that. 
Um, so really, we don't have much data to go on. But you know, you'll see like the exact same amount traded multiple times in a row, like in you know span of a minute. So it's mm-hmm. you know that seems like it's you know the same person using it to to trade, but um, perhaps it's not. Uh, so yeah, um, but it's uh, it's exciting, uh, and we we are growing very rapidly. I'm I'm happy to say, and uh, we're pretty excited to bring some new features uh, pretty soon. Uh, we're ma- we're mainly uh, focused on adding coins right now, um, and then we'll focus on other things in the future. So, cool. Yeah. Let's hope you guys don't get hit with another exploit anytime soon. At yeah. least not on Monero, maybe Verge or something else. Well, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely going to be like stalking all the IRC chats now. Yeah, Religious, right. I mean, religiously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Fluffy owes you a, a personal phone call. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or or a, a trolling tweet, Hi. at least. <laughs> a trolling, at least a troll. Uh, okay. Well, I don't, I don't think we solved all the world's problems, but, uh, we're on the I right think, track. I think, it, I think right. it's a good start, and uh, the community's got to continue to talk about this. Obviously, it's going to be up to the devs to come up with, you know, yeah, some I would kind say of solution moving forward, an alert system of some sort. Yeah, I mean, if anyone has a good solution, definitely put it forward. And for this current bug, I would say, um, you know, it's tough when you're a, a developer to kind of realize the full effects of your work. So I urge anyone out there that that may be watching this, if your company or your site or your business or whatever it is, um, or even your own personal trading was affected by this double count bug, you should reach out um, and you know post on Reddit or post somewhere that it was affected. It would be nice to know um, you know the extent of the exploit, right? Like how how much uh, did it cost people, right? So, yeah, no, it'd be good to know that at least, uh, right. you know, if it, if it is a large issue in the community, we can right. try to find a way to resolve it. Right. So that would be my, my last plea to people. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Doug, do you have anything else you want to talk about today or are we going to? No, I think we good. Keep it short. That was, that was awesome. I'm glad that yeah. we could actually, like, this is actually our first interview. So this is only our fourth show. It's kind of cool that we uh, have Morph Token on. Yeah, Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, cool. and it's uh, super relevant to what's actually happening right now, so that's cool too. Yeah, I actually, I mean, I think we might be the first ones actually publicly talking about it. Um, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's hard I think to find it's, information. It's really important. It. It's yeah. it's impossible. Uh, really, almost nothing has been published uh, even today. I mean, there, there's still nothing yet. Yeah, um, I, I literally had to go on IRC and talk with Monero Moo to get info on it because I couldn't yeah. find anything. It, it's it's very it's yeah it's it's a bit odd but um, we'll be we'll be waiting um, so yeah with with excitement. <laughs> right, an idle Monero dev on IRC. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we can get a uh, you know some someone from the core team on next or something. I mean I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, you know, that would be great. To talk about the issue. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right thanks nice. for coming on. Yeah. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Nice to meet you. All right. Hope to talk to you on Thursday. Ciao. Sounds good. Ciao.